Morning, guys. Morning, bro. Morning. All right. This is the obvious, brothers. I'm Steve, and that is John. Yeah, John, John being quick this morning, and we have a special guest with us this morning. Josh is with us from Boone, North Carolina. Woohoo! So, morning, Josh. Morning, Steve. How are you? I, I, I'm good. I'm still, I'm still kind of getting the Boone vibe, uh, Josh. Mm -hmm. uh, John's probably never been to Boone, North Carolina. I have not. John, you, have to, you, have, you have to bring a van, Joe, if you go there, John. I have a buddy. Yeah. So what am I? But he he went to Abbey States. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, it's he, it's a beautiful campus, and and uh, yeah, but uh, it is backwoods North Carolina, isn't it, Josh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, it, unless it's changed in the twenty five years since I've been there, it is not a big road through the mountains to get there. Oh no, it was a two-lane highway ever since I, you know, from the time I got off uh, I-81, 30 miles outside of Bristol, right. Virginia slash Tennessee. Yeah, wherever you're at, right. Yeah. It, it, some people call that God's country. So so before we, we start, we have Josh on here for 10 minutes of World Cup preview. Um, I, I want to start with this anecdote. John's going to love this one. So... My Thursday morning class, I've tried to convince them to help me with my retirement fund, John, and pick Thursday night's game. And so instead of Thursday night's game, I said, well, you know, I can make a lot of money on the World Cup. And half the room said, what's that? And I'm like, it's the biggest sporting event in the world, man. And they're, they're like, what what game is it? What are they playing? And so... They were complete talk about you know complete duds. Uh, they they were no help, and it was pretty pretty funny. And of course, they don't know anything about cutter or whatever we're pronouncing it, and and all the all the other stuff that goes with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's it. So what what was that? Can you actually pronounce it cutter? Yeah, I pronounce it guitar. Yeah, you see, that's it. That some people pronounce it cutter and others pronounce it guitar, which makes it sound like you're playing it with the banjo you've got with you there, John. Yeah. So 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 Josh, before before we talk World Cup, give us your pigskin picks for the week. Just bang, bang, hey. bang, bang, bang. Hey, you got uh, Penn State minus 19 as my lock. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers stinks. I don't know how they would score. And, you know, Penn State shut out Maryland last weekend. So, yeah, I like that one. Uh, then uh, I got uh, Sparty minus 10 against Indiana. Again, sorry, John. Uh, the Hoosiers are one of the worst Power 5 programs this year. Got the big Tom Allen question hanging over their head. Uh, I am zagging when everyone else is zigging, I suppose. And I went with the Bruins tonight in the Rose Bowl. Uh, plus two. I, I thought every well, what what you're telling me is like me. You you faded Sean. <laughs> Absolutely did that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but so the the guys in our other text chain, it, it seems like all of them are picking SC. I would assume that SC is going to be the sexy pick tonight. So I went with UCLA. I uh, think. Um, you know, last week was maybe a look-ahead spot for them and losing to Arizona, so I like them tonight getting yeah. two. 
Um, you know, obviously, I think that's the game of the right, week. But, right. Yeah. And then uh, tomorrow I have um, I've got the Bengals minus four in Pittsburgh. Um, and I've, I think I ended up going with uh, Giants minus three. The Giants have been treating me pretty well this year. Um, so decided to keep riding that train. I thought that the NFL slate was pretty hard tomorrow. Yeah. Well, let, let me just say, I don't know if this is good or bad. John will determine this, but I went with the Bengals too. And uh, I, di- I did what we all do. And we're not really supposed to say out loud because he listens to the podcast, but I faded Sean Thursday night. And so I have a W on the board for the Titans yeah. on, on Thursday yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about doing it anyway, and then he said I went with the Packers, and it was like <laughs> lock that baby, pound that. <laughs> you did, but you didn't lock it, right? No, I didn't lock it. No, no, my 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 lock is uh, Utah State. I think is what I went with my lock. But, Okay, Utah State. Utah State. You know, I listen to a podcast, and these guys pick at the eyeball game, and they have not been wrong. Well, they've been wrong once in ten weeks. So, uh, yeah. Utah State has like one. What's that? Doesn't Utah State have like one win? Yeah, but who are they playing? San Jose State. Who, who went into the crapper four weeks ago? Uh, the the analysis I heard is San Jose State's uh, averaging 40 yards a game on the ground the last four games and will not move the ball against Utah State, who puts points on the board, if nothing else. So, I mean, Utah State's five and five. Yeah, Utah State's course, five and five, John. I'm, okay. I'm looking I'm looking at their results here. They beat okay. in the last month. We really they don't like Colorado. We're, we're doing a short podcast these days, Josh. Yeah, so yeah. We, we're breaking Sorry. down Utah State. It's not really what we want to do. So let's talk about wherever it is they're playing the World Cup and not giving the people in the stands beer, by the way, uh, which is which is we're talking about right there. Uh, and who did that? Oh, it was. Uh, Tom Fernelli, who I know Josh knows because he listens to the same Cover 3 podcast I do, works for CBS, said he was going in, in sympathy and empathy with the people there who couldn't have a beer. He was going to watch the World Cup and start drinking when he watched the games at 7 a.m. Uh, just to help the people there out. So I, I don't doubt the two of you don't. If you're not actually going to do it, I think that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, you know, solidarity, right? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. I send you the guy who had had collected a beer from all 32 countries? Yes. Did I send you that <laughs> article? Yeah. 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 And, and it was like, how do you have, I guess they, there wasn't, was it Qatar that they didn't have? And see, you've got me doing it both ways now. Uh, that uh, only opened their first brewery in 2020. So, yeah. I believe it's so, Josh, let's start World Cup with the, the U.S. team. All right. Uh, tell, tell, let's start telling people about the fact we have a team that's going, how good they are, and expectations for 
their group and beyond, if there is a beyond. All right. So uh, real quickly, second youngest team in the tournament. Um, you know, everybody. I thought, probably I, thought I heard people say they were the youngest, but okay. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, I. I had seen people say they were the youngest and then I saw something else, you know, I, I don't know how they measure this, if it's just average age or median age or whatever. Uh, but then Grant Wall, who I think uh, I trust more than most uh, soccer journalists referred to them repeatedly over the last two or three days uh, as the second youngest team in the tournament. So that's what I'm going with. Um, they have um, a slew of debutants to the world cup, obviously the big disappointment in 2018 missing the tournament so a lot of these guys are getting their first crack at uh, playing in the world's uh, on the world's biggest stage. And so um, I think the big focus for the U.S. is going to be, I think there are a few, few questions. First of all, um, the strength is probably the midfield. Um, they've got uh, Tyler Adams likely to be the captain of the team through the tournament. Uh, who's a um, defensive midfielder currently playing at um, his first season at Leeds United uh, in the Premier League. Um, he's kind of the defensive stalwart there that protects the the back line and, um, you know, moves the ball, progresses the ball uh, to the other midfielders. Then we've got uh, Weston McKenney, a big athletic kid who is in his – second or third season at Juventus, uh, the, the Italian giants. Um, Weston is known for his towering headers on set pieces, uh, scoring goals. He's kind of the wrecking ball in the, in the midfield. Um, you know, just a big physical presence there. And then the third, third uh, guy who likely will start is um, his name is Eunice Musa, who uh, actually <laughs> it's is not a real name. Um, so he's 19 years old and he is a lot of people think he might be the U S breakout star of the world cup. Uh, he is a midfielder who is good with the ball at his feet, uh, can go on captivating 40, 50 yard runs, uh, just slicing through the defense that, uh, you know, can create a lot of opportunities to score goals. So the midfield is the strength. Uh, they, they Musa McKenney, Adams, they call it the MMA midfield. Um, and uh, MMA. Those, those three guys, <laughs> yeah, those three guys are, are likely to start every match together, um, regardless of, you know, the individual tactics in the game. I think the two big questions are um, for the U.S. as ever, the question is the number nine position. Uh, who is going to start at striker? Who is going to score the goals? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, Burhalter prefers a 4-3-3 system with, um, you know, two wingers and a, and a striker up top. And the guys that he brought to Qatar for the tournament, uh, you know, it, it, I think it was in question up until the day he released the roster and, you know, ended up going with uh, Josh Sargent, who is 20 years old and uh, has scored nine goals in the English Championship for Norwich. Uh, so far this season, uh, Jesus Ferreira, who plays for FC Dallas, um, it's kind of a Burhalter favorite. He did not. Uh, he also uh, picked Haji Wright, who's scoring goals at a pretty good clip right now in the Turkey Super League, which, you know, is, is not 
um, maybe the same level of competition. Is, is, Sounds like a Thanksgiving special. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who, who gets the start there will be interesting. Um, there's a lot of U.S. talent at um, at the at the wing position. So supporting the striker. And, uh, you know, that's where Christian Pulisic, probably the star of the team from Hershey, um, he will he will get to start there on one side. And on the other side, you know, we've got a wealth of riches to choose from, including um, Brendan Aronson, who also had his first year at Leeds United, having come from Salzburg. Um, we have uh, Gio Reyna, uh, son of uh, former U.S. midfielder maestro Claudio Reyna. Uh, who was Claudio Reyna was in the um, named in the World Cup's best 11 in two, for his performance in 2002, the South Korea Japan World Cup. Uh, so, Gio currently at uh, Borussia Dortmund. Um, and uh, and then, you know, my personal favorite is a uh, guy by the name of uh, Timothy Weah, who is uh, currently at uh, Lille in the um, French. Uh, League, uh, and um, he is um, I, his, his his dad is a former um, bon, I'm not going to say this right Ballon d'Or winner and like a famous Liberian footballer, and now is currently uh, the president of Liberia. So, um. Yeah, and then to make this the short version, uh, <laughs> the, no, no, that was three minutes ago, Josh. Yeah, the the other issue with the team is who's going to be in goal. A uh, bit of a surprise for Burhalter to leave Zach Steffen off the team. Zach Steffen, of course, had been at uh, Manchester City for a long time, and then got loaned out to a Championship side this year in hopes of playing enough to get the World Cup call up. And you know the rumor I've seen is that he basically decided that Stefan wasn't going to be his number one and couldn't be a viable number two, you know, for like maybe team culture purposes, like maybe it would be a little disruptive at not being the number one. So feels like the number one is going to be Matt Turner, who just over the summer completed his transfer to Arsenal, to Steve's club, and has been getting uh, game time in cup matches. So it looks like Matt Turner, who is uh, uh, probably the best shot stopper we have, is going to be the guy who gets the call between the sticks. So, All right. So we opened Monday against Wales. We win in that game? You know, that's, that's, a, that's no. a good question. J- John, Wales that plays a, no. Yeah. Yeah. Wales plays a 5-2-3 where they are just going to sit back and, and absorb all of the pressure and try and catch us on a counter. And right. so – um, and Mr. You know, Bale, not, Mr. Bale has scored a lot of goals in his career doing that. Yeah. He has, it's his first, first world cup. It's Wales first world cup since the 1950s. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, if you, if you ask me to pick the winner right now, I would probably say, um, that the U S pulls out like a, a one nil win, but I won't, I actually won't be surprised one, one, zero, zero, like, you know, the story after the match being how many opportunities the U.S. missed and how the goal scoring questions linger. Okay, so next Friday, big game, Black Friday. 
it's like they scheduled it for all of us. Uh, England versus USA. We have any chance of winning that game? No. no. I'm sure we got a chance. It's soccer. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, so, so uh, let me put it another way, Josh, because I know you say shit like, yeah, we've got a chance at soccer. Are you putting any money on us winning that game? Yeah, I'll probably throw a little bit down on it. Ah, okay. I mean, those, you know, it's going to be a pretty healthy money line, like probably be close to plus 300. Yeah. So, so Maybe we're higher. Okay. So now, now we, we might have a draw and a loss and we play in Iran the next week in the final game of the group, we have to win that game to get out of group, right? Are we Oldest winning that game in the tournament? Are, are we, are we going, are we going beat Iran to get out of the group? They are the oldest team in the tournament. And so um, I think, you know, I, I mean, any, any good U S men's national team uh, fan will remember the, horrifying 1998 world cup loss to iran that you know i mean it was just after such a celebration in 94 with hosting the world cup 98 was such a disappointment and uh the iran match there really you know encapsulized that that entire effort so i I think that there are going to be some you know ptsd flashbacks about that but really you know much younger much faster uh third match of the group you know and and it's the third match in in eight days so uh and it'll be actually i think the third match in seven days for iran if i'm remembering uh, probably in eight days um so yeah i think that's a win okay so we're getting out of group i i you know you you get four points in a group and you got to feel okay about um your chances of getting out five points would be nice but yeah Okay, yeah. so we get out of group. Uh, I'm looking at the bracket. And if we're we're in Group B, we're going to probably play the Netherlands in the round of 16. We've beaten the we've beaten the Dutch. Um, no. <laughs> there we go. All right, finally a no. Okay, so so that that's us covering the USA team. Let's talk about the rest of the tournament. Uh, Brazil is the favorite for like. The fifth time in the last six times, or is it six in a row? But anyway, Brazil's the favorite. I think Argentina is the second favorite, and France is the third favorite. You got anything to say other than those ought to be the favorites? Is there somebody you like that might uh, do something other than them? Or yeah, yeah, I got a few thoughts here. Uh, first of all, I think everybody. I, everybody that's stupid to say a lot of people are pulling for Argentina in what is Messi's final world cup. Right. Hopefully that he, well, we, you know, we he think it's to, his final world cup at age 33. Right. right. And Argentina is on a, you know, a pretty historic unbeaten streak right now. They haven't lost a match in um, four years or something like that. So, you know, they, they are rounding into form and they probably have a, uh, a, a team that would compete for, um, you know, the championship without Messi. So you add, you know, even if he's 35 or however old he is, the best player in history to that mix, and and it's going to be potent. Um, I think that, and I am not alone in saying this, or you know, this is not my original thought, but I bought into the thinking that France could be um, uh, the, the club that that flames out in the group stage. Uh, 
you know, the French have a history of winning it. You know, they won in 98 and then 2002 had um, a huge breakdown. And then 2006 made the final and had the Zidane meltdown where he headbutted and got the red card, you know, for, for Italy to win the tournament. Obviously they won in 2018. Um, you know, they, they, they are a very volatile group. Like when you look at their roster and look at the players that they have, um, there's no way that they should not be, you know, making the, the semifinals of the tournament, except for it's what the French do. So <laughs> I, I like the French. Um, I think they're in a group with Denmark. Is that right? Correct. And, uh, and Denmark, I think, is maybe one of the European um, uh, under, under the radar teams. Um, you know, the, if you remember Euro 21 last summer, uh, Christian Eriksen basically died on the pitch and was revived. Um, yeah. So he leads this, this Danish side and um, there's a lot of talent there. So I think Denmark winning that group is maybe if you can get a bet on that, maybe that's a, you know, a $5 or a one unit, we'll say uh, throw away just to see if you can profit off of that. Uh, I will also say it's a shame for Japan that they got placed in the group that they got uh, drawn into. I think they're in with Brazil, Switzerland. No, they're in with Germany and Spain. And no, right. So uh, Japan is probably the best Asian side. And, um, you know, they just, like, that's probably, a, you know, the closest thing we have to a group of death this time around. And then yeah. uh, the African champions, uh, Senegal, are in group A, have their first match against the Netherlands. And uh, I think that they are, um, you know, so day or two ago, it was announced that Sadio Mane is going to miss the tournament, who is, you know, their best goal scorer, their most creative up top player. Um, but Senegal still the African champions. Uh, I kind of like them to make some noise in this tournament as well. Um, you know, usually an African they, team makes it into the knockout stages and sometimes wins a game. So yeah, I mean, you know, Ghana's done that a couple of times. Um, there was a, what was it? There was a, a famous red card maybe in 2010 or 2014 that involved, a, um, it went like, uh, it was a handball on the, that cleared a goal off the line to save the match for a European team. I can't remember who, but, um, and then the the African team lost in in uh, penalties. So I like Senegal to be that team from Africa this time around. That's probably the chalk pick, but they've got a lot of talent. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. The final is on uh, December 18th. Was, was that the Sunday before Christmas? Because Christmas is on a Sunday. Who, who's in the final? Okay. So without looking at – um the bracket so tell me if this is impossible but uh i am going to go with uh belgium and argentina actually i think that's impossible i think they're on the no. same side no they're no. not on the same not if they win their groups they're on opposite sides oh okay. you like the so, belgians aren't the belgians a little old the belgians are the second oldest team in the tournament i believe um they are at the tail end of their golden generation which just means that they are heavily experienced and uh, think that 
you know, they, that's, they, that, that's what all us old guys say. Yes. Heavily experienced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Um, they, they uh, finished fourth, I think in the 2018 world cup with this golden generation and then had a strong, a pretty strong showing in, in Euro last summer. They finished third last time. Yeah. So, um, you know, I like the, the age, like, you know, they could easily be the team that you see get blown out seven to one, like Brazil did in 2018. Um, and, and, uh, and just see like, um, you know, this, okay, this is the, you know, the, the end of their golden generation, but, you know, you watch these guys play in like Kevin De Bruyne is probably the best midfielder in the world playing at Manchester city. Um, yeah. He's just the maestro there, you know, looks like a dude who you would sit down and like, you know, not struggle to defend at all playing like a local pickup basketball game. Right. Like my point being, he's not much of an athlete, but man, that guy can play soccer. So yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah. De Bruyne is quite the player. John, you haven't said anything yet. You want, you want to chip in with the uh, obvious, some obvious John stuff here. Yeah. I don't think um, Belgium even gets out of the, uh, the group. I think, Croatia and Canada are the two teams that get out of Group F. What? Well, well, first, what, who are you reading that's telling you this, John? Because I, I can't believe that you've got you've got ratings and and power rankings and everything of your own. So, yeah, you might be. Surprised. Got some. I've got some opinions. I mean, Is I can give right? you who are out of each group. I've got it. I've got it written down. Do you? Okay, well, just run yep. us through then, so I can hear and watch Josh's eyes roll as you tell us who you have coming out of each. Uh, just give us the winner group of each group. Yeah, Group A: Netherlands and Senegal. Group B: England and probably the U.S. Group C: Argentina, Mexico. Group D: France and Denmark. Group E: Germany and Spain. Group F: Croatia, Canada. Group G: Brazil, Switzerland. And Group H, I've got Uruguay and Portugal. Yeah, that's that's fairly chalky, but yeah, a couple couple that aren't what I have written down. So, and who did you have coming out of? Well, never mind. Uh, did you have Ecuador one? coming out of A? No, it's Netherlands and Senegal. Oh, yeah, Netherlands and Senegal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think the the thing that people always forget when it comes to like the couple of days before the World Cup begins is that the European teams historically fare extremely well in the World Cups that are on European soil and disappoint heavily in the World Cups that are not on European soil. So this one, obviously not being on European soil, sort of puts them uh, – uh, on equal footing to the rest of the world. And I would look for there to, I, I think that on, based on what John's picks were, there's going to be a few of those sides that I think disappoint. Hmm. Okay. But, but he, didn't like go the with he didn't go with Belgium though. So, uh, there you go. so that would, yeah, that would be one. I like the Canada pick a lot. Um, Canada's got a couple of guys who are, who are playing at a high level in, in Europe. Jonathan David at Lille and Alfonso yeah. Davies at uh, Bayern. So, I, I I only own two tickets at this point for for the tournament. I, ha I have a ticket on Canada getting out of group, and I have a ticket on England winning, which I bought months ago, 
and I thought I was doing something to get a good price. I could have got a better price this week on England winning it all. So I wasn't a smart move. Well, I thought it was, but it wasn't. And, you know, I only did that because, you know, you, you want to bet on somebody who's like fifth or sixth favorite, right? Because that's where the money is who comes through. And, you know, looking at the teams, I, I thought they would be, they had an outside chance. I, and I think that's what they have. I don't think they're really that good, but shit happens. And, they, and if they won, I'd like to have that ticket. So, all right. But, yeah, but I, I'm not. the one, one I like, I, I've, I've heard a couple analysis and I don't have my own like John, but uh, I like the idea that the Germans will be better than anybody's predicting at this point. And as I, as I, the draw, let's talk for a second, even though we're 10 minutes over our time limit already, um, the draw is really tilted to the left side if the winners who are supposed to win, win, because Brazil and Argentina and the Spanish are all on the left side of the draw if they win their groups. And so Germany coming out of E as a second team uh, would would have a draw that I think would really not be tough on them to get all the way to the semifinals anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Germany to get in the final game. And I'm against Argentina just because I want Argentina to be there. So the so I will throw this out there and it's the middle of the podcast. In other words, that will be the Nazi game. Jesus. <laughs> because you, wow. because you, you did not see it coming or. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, Can I, I think I'm glad to, to put that. That's got to go into the uh, title of the uh, episode, right? <laughs> Predicting the Nazi game, you know. There you go. All um, right. So, so John, how many games are you going to watch? Uh, I'll watch a little bit uh, tomorrow. Opening game might catch a little on during the week and the mornings, but um, it doesn't really uh, fit my schedule very well. Well, this next week, you're not even working, are you? Yeah, surprisingly, I am. Surprisingly, okay. I just want—I'm glad you threw that out. Surprisingly, so so, Josh. Before you go, Thursday's games. Walk me through them. Football, NFL. Bills, Bills Lions. Bills Lions. Well, that's probably going to be what, like a seven. I heard, I heard at least seven. Okay, I'd probably take the Bills there. Because they're playing in Detroit for the second game in a row. Probably aren't leaving Detroit in between. No. So that's the weird thing. I heard that they are leaving Detroit. Why the fuck Um, would you do that? He says, well, what I I had heard is that um, planning to have all, like move all of your operations for that much time takes uh, too much. um, It's too, it's too much to do on this short notice. I, I know it seems ridiculous, but you need copiers, you need hotel reservations. Like, there's a lot of variables that I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I heard on okay. you know my eight hour drive to Boone last night. So, well, you, I, I mean, I'm just going to point this out. They go to fucking Munich, and, and West Coast teams, and even East Coast teams anymore, when they they they're doing two games in a row on the West Coast or East Coast, stay. So, how hard is this from Buffalo to Detroit? I mean, you can drive. You can drive 
from Buffalo. But, to, well, if there's not snow stopping you, but but I think that's the reason that you you don't do it, right? Because it's a half hour flight, right? Like it's not anything that's going to disrupt. Like it, that's going it's going to be more of a disruption to your week. Okay. By doing something that you didn't plan to do. So no, you're right though. Like the, I think it was last year, the 49ers played uh, the Giants and Jets in back-to-back weeks. And so they went to, I think the place that they go is um, White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia to uh, the Greenbrier. Wow. And, uh, so they played all. So, yeah, they, they, they've gone to the Greenbrier. And I mean, the Saints have done training camp at the Greenbrier a couple of times. Um, I, the, the, the Niners might have done that earlier this year as well. If you they look did. at their schedule, yeah, okay. They, they had like Atlanta and right, exactly something Carolina or something like that. One of the South teams, yeah, and yeah. they stayed. I remember they talked about them staying. Okay, so second game is Giants Cowboys. Two teams with good records. Finally, the Cowboys Finally. in a decent game. What do you think? Uh, what line have you seen on that? I'd say it's probably you know. Two and uh, a half. Cow- no, Cowboys it's seven. Early. I got the I got the Bills line early, early line on ESPN is Bills minus ten. Early line on the Cowboys um, Giants is minus seven. Oh, geez. up to seven. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty big number for an over under of 50, 43. So, I think that's a large, very large spread right now for a very low scoring game. Okay. You know, I mean, the, the Cowboys likely win that game, but not by a touchdown. Okay. And the third game is? Minnesota Patriots, Minnesota minus three and a half. Is it I... at New England? No. See, the metrics really don't like the Vikings, man. <clears throat> they don't. No, I, I, I think I've got to take, even though they don't live up to it, I would take the Vikings and give those points. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that, you said three and a half? Three and a half, correct. I hate That's that the hook. Earth. Hate that hook. Yeah, right. So you, you hate the hook? Yeah, yeah I, I I would think I, I like the Patriots with the hook. Ah, okay. That that half point makes all the difference to Josh because he's yeah, he's fine tuned like that. All right, Josh, are you oh, yeah. staying or are you going? I am leaving. I'm heading out to uh, wonderful Boone. Thanks okay. for having me on. Jeff, thanks for being yep. on. Thanks for, for all the, uh, the the knowledge. And uh, yeah, I now know how tall one of the midfielders is for the U.S. So I feel better. So next next Saturday we'll have a post-mortem after the first two matches. Is that right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Cry. Right. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thank, yeah, thank right. you, Josh. Yeah. So, Jono, Jono, post-mortem. Uh, we complain about NFL not having good games, and here last Sunday they gave us a couple doozies there, uh, a couple overtime winners, well, sort of winners. Uh, and uh, so, what, what do you think of that? And, and and you know the night the, the Monday night game wasn't bad, uh, a surprise, and then Thursday night was a pretty good game. So coming back, yeah, yeah, that, that uh, Monday night game was 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 real surprising and uh of course obviously i loved it well it, you you were still pouting from sunday but i guess it uh, helped you huh yeah i was definitely pouting still yeah i'm still pouting yeah are you still pouting yeah well yeah 
Uh, considering how bad they look Thursday night, John, it's kind of, yeah, I know why you're pouting. Yeah, they look terrible. I mean, terrible against the Titans. That well, yeah, the, the, tit the Titans said, who's your daddy? And just kind of shoved them around. And what, what I heard about the, yeah. the, the Cowboys game is, and I guess people claim they understood why that made sense, but they had Pies, uh, Parsons playing the weak side linebacker against the Packers to chase down the run from the weak side. And that did not work out in terms of pass rushing. And he was ineffective for most of the game. Is that part of the analysis, John? I would agree. That's pretty, pretty good analysis, but I don't think I'm not really upset so much with our defense. It's the fact that our offense completely shit the bed in the fourth quarter. There it is. Shit the bed. Well, yeah. And it, it, it had been a long time. Well, ever the Cowboys had been up 14 going to the fourth quarter and never lost before. Is that what it was? Or 160 games 100, or, no, or something? 195 and oh or something like that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So they had it. Uh, the We're talking about that game when the game before it was like the craziest, most fantastic game you've ever seen. Right, John? The Bills, Bills play these these crazy games. They stop them how many times on fourth down, and they fumble yeah. in the end zone the first play after doing it. It's like, what? What? You stopped, well, I mean, them, stopped them from I half think, a yard how many times, and you do that? Yeah, that that's pretty pretty wild. And then that, that fumble just, wow. I mean, you're on the one-inch line. I mean, that, that ball was pretty pretty close to the goal line i can see how that's that happens but man what a way because if they if they take a safety they probably don't there are only 30 seconds hurt. left right there are only 30 yeah. seconds left and you don't know of course the bills went down and got field goal in that 30 seconds so yeah. nfl is crazy man you can't leave anybody with any time uh with a kicker but and then and then josh throws a uh, an interception in the end zone to end the game is he has not been real sharp, but I don't think he's healthy. So, and suddenly they're, they're not, no, he's, they're not, they're not, they don't look like they're in charge of their division anymore. I don't know if I would go that far, but um, yeah, well, they're, they, they've definitely, they're not in the lead. They don't have, they don't have the game in hand against the jets. So. No. And I think didn't the, did the Dolphins beat them? Yeah, they lost to the Dolphins and the Jets. So, right. But Division they, get games. Both, they get to play them both again as well. So, at home. Right. Yeah, both I those like, games are on the road. So, I guess that's – yeah, they, they had the advantage. They go, get to go play at five feet of snow in Buffalo. Uh, so yeah, I mean you got Brown. I mean their their schedule: Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots. I mean, I the, the only real loss potentials there might be the the Bengals, the Jets, and the Dolphins again. But I think I don't think the Dolphins come into Buffalo in the middle of December and beat them. Yeah. Well, I, I it was. I mean, you, anything can happen in a division game, but the only non-division game you said that would worry me would be the Bengals team. So, all right. So that, yeah. that's the NFL last week. We got picks, John? 
Are we what are we picking? NFL. Okay. So I, I already, I already said I've got there. the Bengals. I, I'm with Josh on the Bengals in pigskin, giving four points to the Steelers. I think they're playing at the Steelers, who look like they're trying to be the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I, it is a very competitive field that so. Yeah, I like I like the Jets um, plus three and a half at the Patriots. Really? OK. Yeah, that's right. You're riding the Jets, aren't you? Heck, yeah. I'm going to ride that ride that bus as long as I can. All right. Um, I like the commanders plus or minus three at Houston. Okay. I think that's going to be uh, Houston just has not looked good in any pretty much any facet of the game. And, of, and of course, you and have I, recency bias having seen the commanders look like the best team in the NFC Monday night. So, yeah. Well, I don't know if they, they look that good, but they do. They are riding the, um, you know, the Taylor Heineke um, train right now. And he did this last year, too. And Hopefully he doesn't do it this year where he kind of has like a hot game and he has a shitty game and he has a hot game and has a shitty game. But, um, and I too like the Bengals, um, minus four. At no, the no, 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 no. Crazy no. number. No. Six. No, 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 no. You know what you've just done. It's the KOD. Yes, God, just killed killed any hope I have of having a great weekend. But okay, so we switching over to college. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Likewise, we need to talk about all sorts of things you said last week. We have to go back and talk about right. Of course, there was the infamous conversation, wasn't it? Last week we had the. Uh, does, no, does Notre Dame um, throw the ball or not? Yeah, that's right. That was last week was the uh, – I, I got shit about Notre Dame not being able to pass. And, of course, then you you took them, and, of course, Sean took them as his lock, uh, which, John, you know better. But anyway, and, of course, they didn't cover, and they didn't have 500 yards passing, and they only had 66 yards rushing against Navy. So uh, that was one thing. Uh, you were on TCU, and they they just manhandled Texas in that game. Uh, uh, to repeat my my saying of the day, who's your daddy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You may you may have the good power ratings with everybody and our seven point favorites, but we're just going maul the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe I guess they're actually favored this week in Baylor, only by little, two. right? Yeah. So I, I still don't feel like they're getting much respect. No. Um, but Everybody thinks they're going to lose a game. If they're going to lose one, this one's the one, I think. But I don't think they are, and I'm taking definitely taking them and, and laying the two this week. Is that right? That that's one of your picks is ba- Baylor or uh, sorry TCU. You're riding I, that train too, huh? Well, well, you got you. What what did you say you have? You've got you got it at two someplace. Two is it's on. It's two at ESPN. Oh, okay. I'll give you two. Pigskin. It was two and a half. 
but and yeah. they're and and they're they're giving to right okay you also genius uh in another one of your your moments these don't happen so i need to highlight them but it was a fun game washington you said washington was going to win that game outright and they did win that game outright i i don't understand it uh it was a wild ass game too man if you watched it and your man Penix made a throw that was like he never threw like that when he was at IU. What the hell's that? Yeah, he he threw he threw some dimes. I saw some highlights in that game. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, there were a couple of them. Well, the one he threw down the sideline for their last touchdown was like the guy said that was like a laser beam from him right on the sideline, and the and the defensive back couldn't react fast enough, and didn't got smoked, of course. So. So, yeah, he uh, so that was a great call there on on the uh, on the Huskies and uh, but you know I gotta go back to this the fucking Pac-12 shits the bed every year. I mean here they got what well, they, they had two teams, well, they had three teams that could have been playoff contenders. Both lose last week at home, and and now now it's like USC or bust, and you uh, we'll have to talk about that game in a second. So. Well, and it sucks for Washington, too, because that Arizona State um, loss is really, really haunting them because they would be right there in the hunt with a, you know, as a one loss team with right. their own against um, that point, then being UC or USC, right? Is that correct? Right. right. Yeah. So um, no, they, they lost to the UCLA down there. Yeah, UCLA, who. Was it also a bed shitter? Yeah. By the yeah. way, I'm taking the Bruins to win that game outright. So is that okay? Shit, you're doing it to me again. Well, you can always sw- switch your pick. Yes, but it's the wrong side. If I thought it's it was the right side, <laughs> yeah. Um, despite what Josh said. Uh, everybody I heard was on the Bruins and we we're, we're, didn't even want the points. Most of them were saying, okay, I'm going to repeat. And last week you, you busted me because I said this, repeated somebody. They think that UCLA, well, they think USC's defense is so bad that they won't be able to stop them. So, you know uh, what the which, that game? What? Take a guess at what the over-under is in that game. Oh, no, it started at 82 and a half. Do you know well, it? You remember that? It's yeah, it started and, and got bought down. That I thought I heard it was down to 74 and a half. 76 and a half on ESPN. 76 and a half. Right. Yeah. That's a defensive struggle waiting to happen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 76. And, and of course, I told you this. I, I, if you'd read your text, you'd know this. The uh, Minnesota game, Iowa, Minnesota is like 32 and a half. Yeah. I did see you that that text. That's yeah. a pretty pretty big switch in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 Big Ten West versus uh, Pac twelve track meets, right? So there you go. Uh, so you've got UCLA. I like UCLA. That's one of my my picks. Uh, Utah State. My third pick on pigskin uh, is uh, your favorite West Coast team playing Arizona. Wazoo is on the road. And giving four. Let's go, baby. 
Yeah, go go Wazoo, right? So that's my third pick. You got a third pick? Uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, Oregon to and oh, oh, bounce back. Yeah, bounce back game. Oregon will, will whoop up on Utah. Okay, I don't even. What do you, what do you, what do you have? Even, it is is Utah favorite at this point? Two points. Yep. Because Bo Nix isn't playing, I guess. That's the word. Well, as they say, the lines talk, right? There is no way that lines Oregon getting points at home if he's they think he's playing and healthy. Yeah, I saw some. There's been some controversy this week about that too, about what they're talking, how they're playing that out. But it's college. Yeah, I don't know. It's college. They I don't, don't know. They, they just fuck with you. That's yeah. I know. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It doesn't you want to put any money on anything ahead of time. Right. Oh, another game I like. You're going to laugh at me. Um, I like Kentucky to cover the 22 and a half against Georgia at home. Really? Yeah. After they got beat by Vanderbilt last week. You, you, you think they're going to bounce back against Georgia? I didn't say they were going to win. I said okay. they'll cover the 22. <laughs> 22 and a half. It's not a lot to cover, you wouldn't think, but okay. I, I, I'm not going to write that one down because I'm not going to hold that one against you. And I'm sure you'll bring it up next week. So let's see. Uh, we talked a little bit about UCLA, USC. Is there more to say about UCLA, USC? No, I mean, it should be a good game. Um, should be a high-scoring game. Yeah. One, you say one, shouldn't I said should. I, 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 want, yeah. I want to see how good the USC quarterback is. Having not, I have not seen them play a single play all year. Caleb Williams. Yeah, the kid, the kid from who was at OU with Lincoln, and and Lincoln gave him money. Well, I, I I don't know that for a fact, but everybody thinks Lincoln gave him a boatload of money to come with him to USC, and he's had a great season, and they score a lot of points and. So it'd be fun to see him. DTR for UCLA is quite the player in his 27th year. And the running back for UCLA is a stud. I think one of the things that helps tilt me in terms of thinking about this game is Die got hurt last week for USC, who is their best back. And uh, he catches the ball and runs the ball. And I think they're going to miss him. So in a game that's likely to be a track meet, they probably could have used one more trackster. So, yeah, I mean, Caleb Williams has been impressive. He's only got two interceptions on the year, thirty-one passing touchdowns. I mean, that's those are some pretty good numbers. I mean, yeah. and he's thrown the ball. You know, I mean, he's got three hundred and forty-two pass attempts. So, that's that's pretty solid. Solid uh, they, ratio. They they they, do, they throw the ball a lot. He's got a bunch of yards. He's got some pros playing wide receiver for him if they're yeah, all yeah. healthy. Yeah. The, you know, the jo Josh's uh, jaws were tight, to use one of your father's favorite phrases. Jo Josh's jaws were tight because, you know, Addison's his name, right? Yeah. Their wide receiver from Pitt, who was like the top wide receiver on the board, you know, transferred uh, oh. out there. And so Josh was like, God, you took our best wide, you know, NFL prospect wide receiver. and He's been hurt some, but, you know, he's had some big games for him. So, yeah, uh, ought to be a lot of scoring in that. 
Uh, I think TCU Baylor ought to be a heck of a good game, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that there are any really great games in the Big Ten. We're all waiting for just, next week when the big one hits, right? Yeah, there's not not a lot of action in the Big Ten. Good good action this week. Um, I guess if I had to pick, if I had to pick a game, I think you know Illinois is a little little better than than they were expected to be this year and maybe going into the big house, they might be able to cover that 17 and a half, but I wouldn't, I mean, only if I was forced to bet that, yeah. I would bet that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't, my analysis of that game last week was way off. Purdue played like they liked to, to play hard nosed football for a week and, and beat them pretty badly physically. I mean, they didn't let, uh, the running back only had like 70 yards and 25 carries and you know he was leading the nation in rushing so i i don't i don't know that devito is even healthy so uh tough task to go in there i guess the big game in the big 10 is iowa minnesota because iowa wins out and they're going to the big 10 championship uh and but they're underdogs at minnesota i i i have it down as three is that what it is yeah Right, and they yeah, came with an over-under of 32. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, that's not going to be a, a track meet. No, no like there, a, there will be no track meet. It, 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 it is a snowplow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A snow a snowplow. Because I heard uh, it was supposed to be windy and 18 degrees in Minneapolis at the start of the game tomorrow. <sighs> Yeah, that's one reason the over-under isn't real high. Is that, yeah, so there you go. So that, I think that covers all the games we're picking. Is there any other highlight game? Nothing that's jumping out at me. Yeah, uh, there, there, it was not as good a week as there have been the last several weeks. So um, there we got it. So, John, Turkey Day coming. Yes, sir. Are we, are we podcasting before Thursday or not? Or are you working for a living? Uh, we do it Thursday morning. Sure. All right. So everybody can look forward to that. Uh, uh, I, I have all kinds of things to say about the greatest TV show in the history of everything. Oh, yeah. I got some. I'm not playing any golf this weekend. I might. See if I can watch a couple episodes of that. Do you remember? Do you remember what I said? The first three episodes. I think you have to watch them, but they are not. They are not. Yeah, it's character okay. development. Think of it as character oh. development. Now, whether it's those characters in the show or your character being developed, watching it, we're not clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, we all set? Yeah, we, we're over our limit by about 2,000 minutes. So there you go. I, yeah, our, oh, our special guest likes to be a little chatty. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he did see the chat where I told him uh, the short version, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. That, he did give us the, his short version. Yeah, he did. Uh, John, uh, so we got to have, we got to have something here, John, to, to, to end the day. You, you were supposed to, you were supposed to, what was the joke that we were going to tell on the podcast, John? Wow. 
to expect either one of us to actually remember that from from earlier in the week is is kind of a big ask is it is that a big ask uh, okay um shit i i had one on the tip of my tongue and it it, it didn't i guess i have to have a whole list of them for 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 next time huh john yeah have to write them so, down so we can so so john i remember i remember a good one you'll like this one in, in honor of my my ticket on the world cup so why why is school easier in Canada than it is in the states? Why? Because everyone gets an A. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, John. That's, that's a good one. All yeah, right, that's John. a good one to finish up. Have a good weekend, bro. Have a good weekend. Uh, he's in bye. his golf cart. I don't know where 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 Donald Trump's going now, but bye, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop reading.